Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up ladies and gentlemen, JD back in the studio. Week 15 in the NFL was absolutely phenomenal. We had Saturday football and Sunday football. On Saturday, the Indianapolis Colts were up 33-0 on the Minnesota Vikings at half and lost the football game, the greatest comeback in NFL history. Unreal. You know, to erase a 33-point deficit, man, that's hard to do. And the Vikings did just that. They stuck to the game plan in the second half. They did not mail it in. And them scoring out of the half, Kirk to K.J. Osborne was big time to get on the board. It was 33-7. Colts were only able to get a field goal in the second half, and that's how the Vikes were able to win after the field goal by Indy. Tutty, 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 tutty field goal in overtime to win. You know, for them to score that many in a row in comeback fashion at home, for the fans who left that half, I feel bad for y'all. This was one of the best second halves of my football life. Um, As long as I've been watching for 25 years, Matt Ryan on the wrong side of it again. He is on the wrong side of the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, and he is on the wrong side of the greatest comeback in NFL history, one with the Falcons, one with the Colts. Jeff Saturday gave away the game a little bit too, you know, he moved away from the run game and went to the pass and, you know, incomplete passes stops the clock. I mean, run it out. Uh, He should have punted when they turned over on downs late. A few key coaching decisions, Jeff Saturday failed. And uh, bad coaching leads to bad playing. And uh, Minnesota clinched their division with this win, too. It was just so important. Momentum is now in the right direction. And when teams are at their best in December, I always say this, that is when they want to show up big time. And on Saturday, the Vikings did just that. K.J. Osborne, Dalvin Cook. I mean, how about Dalvin Cook to tie it? 64 yard to the crib. Kirk dumped it off to him, and he took it to the house, avoiding tackles. You know, he's got great vision out of the running back position, out of the screen game. And, you know, when Kirk just hands it off and he hits his holes, um, that's what makes Dalvin Cook so great, in my opinion. He's my favorite back in the NFL Shout out FSU, but he just is big time. He's fast, he's strong, he's smart. And that's what it takes to be one of the best at your position in the game. Dalvin Cook shows it week after week. And the Vikings win and win the division. We could skip over Ravens-Browns. That was the boring game Saturday. Browns won 13-3, but let's go to the night game. And the Buffalo Bills clinched their fourth straight playoff berth. And Josh Allen and those Buffalo Bills with Bills Mafia up in Orchard Park. Snow, wind, I mean, weather was the way Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bill players like it. Josh was joking post game. He said it wasn't even cold enough. Dolphins put up a fight, but the Bills put them away. Um, it was tied. And Tyler Bass threw the uprights in the snow, slippery conditions. 
They win by three, 32 to 29. The Dolphins, they showed fight in this game. They did not quit. When they were down 21-13 at half after a miraculous play by Josh Allen to throw it to James Cook with time expiring in the second quarter, was absolutely phenomenal. But in the third quarter, Miami came out with two scores and they took the lead 26 to 21. And then in the fourth, they added a field goal to make it 29 to 21. Josh Allen was able to hook up with Dawson Knox, his favorite tight end for a five yard pass. And uh, they got the two point conversion as well. Josh Allen diving over, putting his body on the line. No one likes to win more than Josh Allen. And he showed that on Saturday night. And the Buffalo Bills are the number one seed in the AFC. And I think, you know, they have a tough game against the Bengals in two weeks. But they got the Bears on Christmas Eve. Then the Bengals, like I just said. And they finished the season against the New England Patriots. So the Bills are going to be just fine. And I think they will finish in the one spot in the AFC. And there's only three games to play. But we'll see what happens. But shout out to Bills Mafia. An absolute party going on during the game with them throwing snowballs onto the field. And post-game, them absolutely erupting in upstate New York. The Sunday games, uh, let's talk about the Jags. Uh, They beat the Dallas Cowboys, and I and Stephen A. Smith absolutely love that. Um, They win in overtime. They're only a game back in their own division to the Tennessee Titans. um, And they beat them first time around. It was a pick six to end it. Jags showed absolutely no quit in the second half. I mean... They were down 17 points in this ball game, and they showed up big time, down 27 to 10, and they win this 40 to 34. And Rashawn Jenkins with a 32-yard pick six was absolutely awesome. I love the Cowboys losing in comeback fashion, and I love them being on the wrong side of the coin as a New York football giant fan, and also I'm not a big fan of Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones. I personally think they do not coach and own the team the right way. Uh, We see what Jerry's doing. You know, he's making all the headlines with OBJ. Focus on the players you have and focus on this year, not, you know, trying to pick up Odell and make it all about what's going on away from the current team. Um, Micah Parsons, Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, CeeDee Lamb, Zeke, they had the team to do it. And the Cowboys are in the postseason. Out of the wild card spot for sure. Uh, Because the NFC East is big time with those Philadelphia Eagles. You know, we're in December and they only have one loss. Uh, It's absolutely big time. And we're talking about the Eagles. They took care of the Chicago Bears. Uh, Jalen Hurts got hurt in this one. Uh, He's doubtful to play this coming weekend on a holiday weekend. But the Eagles are 13-1. and They have a bit of a cushion. And I think Jalen and that Philadelphia offense will be fine come the postseason. And who knows? They'll try to make a Super Bowl run. The New York Jets lose against the hottest team in the NFL, the Detroit Lions. Absolutely big time. You know, the Lions were 1-7 at one point. Now they're 7-7. and And there's a lot to be said about that. You know, to win six of the last seven games... You know, to win the low-scoring affairs, win the high-scoring games. Jared Goff on fourth and inches absolutely showed up big time. Threw a 51-yard pass to Brock Wright. Brock Wright caught it and took it the distance. And great play call. I love Dan Campbell and what they're doing over in Detroit. And a fantastic offensive line. They have a one-two punch out of the backfield. Jared Goff's underrated, in my opinion. Uh, We know what he did with the Rams. And now we see what he's doing in Detroit. Uh, The Lions are a team 
to keep an eye on for years to come. I truly mean that in this very year. Who knows, if they win out, they can sneak in. And when they get in, man, they can make a run. So we'll see about Detroit. They took care of the Jets, and the Jets are now 7-7 seven and seven, with their playoff hopes uncertain at the moment. Now I'm going to go to Patriots Raiders, and I am going to shout out Jacoby Myers for the wrong reason. What the hell was he doing? Lateraling, throwing that ball to Mac Jones. Take it to overtime, brother. It was 24-all. Throwing that back to Mac can only end poorly, and it sure did. Chandler Jones picked it up and returned it 48 yards to the house on a fumble six, and the New England Patriots really needed that game. You also don't see those kind of mistakes under a Bill Belichick run team, but Jacoby Myers, lateral on the final play, went wrong. Man, if that cost New England a playoff berth, they're going to be thinking about that play all spring and summer long. Uh, I really do mean that. The Raiders, you know, they're catching a little bit of a stride, but too little, too late. They're 6-8. and eight. Uh, We'll see how that goes, but I just wanted to talk briefly about that. Me as a football fan, a football savant, those type of plays are bonehead mistakes. The National Football League is too hard to win every given week, especially if you're going to make those mental mistakes. I think Bill Belichick will clean it up, but that loss... Here in week 15 may cost them a chance to make a playoff run. They may not even get in. So Titans Chargers, Justin Herbert, game-winning drive. And the young kid knows how to sling. Shout out Austin Anthony. Um, setting up their field goal kicker Cameron Dicker from 43 yards out with time expiring, beating a Tennessee Titan team in a low-scoring affair. I really thought Herbert played well. Yay, through two picks, but he makes plays when it matters most. And the Chargers now are 8-6. and six. I feel that they are going to get into the postseason out of a wild-card spot. And it's all because of Justin Herbert and how much Brandon Staley believes in him in that offense. The Chargers win by three, and they are ready going into Week 16. The Bengals-Bucks... Tom Brady was up 17-0 in this ballgame. He lost the game 34-23. Joe Burrow threw for four touchdowns, and the Buccaneers just fell apart in that second half. Tom Brady, 6-8 in the regular season for the first time in his career. The good news for Tom is that division is so weak that the next three games, they control their own. He's still a game up in his own division, and he's got the Cardinals, Panthers, and Falcons. I think Tom's going to win all three and then get into the postseason. And I always joke, as bad of a year as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have had, other teams still fear Tom Brady come postseason. So Tampa's still going to be a tough out, in my opinion. Do I think they're going to win the whole thing? Probably not, but maybe because they have Tom. But, you know, if they get hot at the right moments. But, man, Tampa is not playing well. They really aren't. Inability to score points this year. You know, the defense has played fine some given weeks, but Tom in that offense has not been clicking and there's been injuries on that offensive line. I know there's been this, that, and the third that's happened to Tampa this year. But if Tom gets in, you could forget about the regular season woes. Look at it as a fresh start. And Tom with a fresh start has a pretty good track record. I'm going to finish off with the Giants beating the Commanders on the road. 
took care of business in Washington, D.C. We're not going to talk about the potential P.I. call on the last play of the game. We were on the right side of the call tonight, but we really earned it. Giants were the better team on Sunday night, and Daniel Jones playing mistake-free football, and I absolutely love it. Shout out Kayvon Thibodeau uh, with a fumble six, you know, uh, he returned that after getting to the quarterback. It was awesome. Uh, Saquon Barkley did a great job on offense, hitting his holes, running strong. The Giants are a team that others should fear. Yes, they don't drop too many points, but they can limit you to not dropping big-time points for real, you know? Washington only scored 12 in weeks past. We've limited offenses with our great front seven, and we even are good out of the secondary. So the Giants have a lot to be proud of. I know my fellow New York friends and kids I grew up with are excited about this. You know, the New York Giants currently sit in the sixth spot at 8-5-1 and one with three to go against Minnesota, Indy, and Philly. We'll see if the Giants could get two of those three, and now lock up a playoff spot. But I'm really proud to be a Giant fan this week in particular. Brian Dayball rolling the dice, believing in this group, going for it on fourth down in the first half. Just absolutely phenomenal play calling. Way to mix it up, run and pass. It was just some awesome, awesome stuff. I really feel that in the NFC, it is wide open. In the AFC, we know it's going to be the Bills, the Chiefs, or the Bengals. Let's be real. In the NFC... Man, it's wide open from front to back. I would even fear the Detroit Lions if they're able to get in at the seven spot. You know, it is wide open, and anyone could beat anyone in the NFL. We've seen that week after week, folks, and I'm really proud to be a Giant fan. I'm really proud to be talking to y'all on Christmas week. Man, everyone enjoy with their fam and friends. It's a wonderful time. I know some people get nervous around the holidays. Some people are happy, whatever your situation may be. All is well this year, and we are so blessed to be a part of another holiday season. Uh, JD is enthused in the studio tonight. I'll be honest, it's half an hour past midnight. We're heading into Tuesday. We'll get this out at some point on December 20th. You already know. Uh, shout out PG, Key, everyone for holding it down. And uh, shout out the Orlando Magic doing their thing down here in Florida, uh, making some noise. NBA, NFL, MLB offseason has been awesome. A lot to love as a sports fan. December, there's nothing like it. J.D. out.